Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jamie Baines. Today, I'm welcoming back Charmaine Farouk. I'm sure you guys remember my last interview with this amazing poet and writer. For those that don't, Charmaine has experienced a lot in her life, and I wanted to bring her back to talk about a multitude of topics. Too many, in fact, for another single podcast, so expect to hear from her again. Today, though, we're going to talk about why she and her family left Pakistan and immigrated to Canada. In a nutshell, Charmaine and her family are part of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, which is a minority in Pakistan. The majority in Pakistan are Sunnis, and they arrest and jail the Ahmadiyya people. Sometimes, the penalty is death by hanging, simply for their beliefs. Charmaine likened it to the Salem witch hunts, and the way she described it, it sure sounds that way to me. And this is happening right now in 2021. Unbelievable. Take a listen to our interview and let me know what you think. Hey, Charmaine. Welcome back to the podcast. I appreciate you coming back. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. Um, last time was a great experience. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back. Now, it's funny because you listened back to the podcast and you thought you, when you were speaking, you said a lot of ums and ahs. And I didn't hear that. <laughs> When you were talking about it. And then I was concerned on one of my solo podcasts about my clearing the throat and the like. And, you know, you sent me a message. You said, you know what? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Just the, do it the way you want to do it. And I, I think your first podcast podcast was great. So just to let you, you know. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. That, that means a lot. Yeah, no, I if, if I think about it, you know, this is how we really communicate. I think that's a natural way. Um, you know, everybody has, uh, you know, particular words that they speak like or, you know, or so I think, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all good, you know. I agree. I agree. Um, I want to I keep it so, natural and just just two people talking. Right. And I think um, what's important is that uh, last time... We did bring up some really interesting topics and uh, discussions. So uh, I think that counts uh, at the end of the day. We talked about, you know, first about my published work, uh, my poetry prompt book, and then some of my, um, I read out some of my poetry for uh, the poetry collection that I'm working on at the moment. And then we slowly went on to talk about some of my experiences in life, which have expired, inspired uh, my work and writing as well, uh, such as my time in um, the UK. And we talked about a bit about bullying and, and so on as well. So um, I think that was, uh, you know, at the end we had a good message and... Uh, I think it was entertaining. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100%. And I wanted to touch on today the fact, um, one of the things that you mentioned about your, your history is that you are an immigrant. Um, and can you let p people know where you're an immigrant from and to? And um, as we mentioned before, this is not about politics or anything like that. It's just about your personal experiences um, as an immigrant and why you did what you did and why you left where you left. Yeah, correct. So, like I said, I was born in Pakistan, and um, then I moved to Canada for about a year when I was around four or five years old, and then we went back, and then um, then we went to England when I was around 11, 12, then back to Pakistan, so a lot of back and forth, and then uh, we went 
moved permanently to Canada when I was around 15, 16 years old. So um, in the beginning, and now from Canada, then um, about almost nine years ago, I immigrated to uh, Germany. So I've basically lived in three continents, so Asia, Europe, and North America. And, uh, you know, who knows, uh, maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go to, the, you know, the remaining ones next next couple of years. <laughs> but it has been uh, quite an experience. Um, so the first few times that um, we immigrated from or moved from Canada to, say, UK or Canada, it was due to um, some um, serious reasons. So uh, we went as refugees. And when you said we, and, you're talking about, are you talking about your family? Are you talking about your current family with your husband and your kids? Or to you, the family, uh, your your mom or your dad or your siblings or who right. are we talking about? That would be that would be my family. So my parents and my siblings. So I'm uh, like I said, um, I'm the youngest child out of uh, I have uh, four other siblings, two brothers and two sisters, and uh, most of us were able to um, move to Canada and the UK as a refugee, and the reason being uh, religious. So I belong to a religious community that is a minority in Pakistan, but it is um, now spread all all around the world, uh, um, and we're called the Ahmadiyya Muslim Jamaat or Ahmadiyya Muslim Community. Okay. Um, and they are basically in a lot of, or especially in Pakistan, they are um, severely discriminated against. Can you tell us and, why? Why? Why are they? I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you. I just want to. Yeah. For my, why are they? Um, and they, I, mean, I guess I mean you, or why are you discriminated against? Um, so the discrimination is because of differences. So uh, we call ourselves Muslims, we consider ourselves Muslims, but because of some uh, theological uh, interpretation of, say, the Quran and uh, verses of um, the Holy Prophet Muhammad and um, because we interpret them differently, we are in Pakistan, legally not permitted to call ourselves Muslims, to quote-unquote pose as Muslims. Um, and so if we do any act that resembles a Muslim, um, we can be legally put into jail, uh, be hanged, persecuted, um, you know, considered, uh, um, we're already considered heretics and um, uh, blasphemous. So under their bla blasphemy law, they can and just hang us without, with or without a trial or whatever, or, you know, upon hearsay. Or, um, and yeah, that is strictly so because um, of your belief system. That's not because you, if you do necessarily anything, but it's strictly because no. your beliefs differ from, I guess, the mainstream. The, the majority. Okay. Gotcha. Right, right. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's that's one of the reasons. It's uh, That's why we have to, so I grew up up uh, being told not, never to tell which community I belong to, you know, because we had to keep that. And as, as a kid, I didn't even know why. And but I had to do that. And I knew that was really important. And it could put us in danger. So that's how I grew up and then slowly began to understand what and why. And Now, this sounds gonna sound weird. Do you, um, so do you look way, any you different? Know, do you look any different than the majority? No. Or do you dress any different? Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm just trying to explain, Nothing. I guess, to the listeners. It just yeah. It's so odd and just so terrible to me. It sounds like, but it means yeah. 
Exactly. The only way that they yeah. would know is if you were to to say it or somebody else were to say say it. Is that right? Right. And so, Jamie, that's why it's it's a uh, like it's like a Salem witch hunt. You know, mm-hmm. like people who have grudges against you can go and tell the police that you you are you know you belong to this community, the Amdia community, and you did so and so, or you did. You know, you said Allah or, uh, you know, Allah is one or whatever. Just, you know, any Islamic words or anything or the Islamic greeting even. Assalamu alaikum. And this is modern, not, right, Charmaine? This is say. not This is it, not 50 that, years ago. Yeah. This is modern. This is something no, no, that, no. because you're, how old are you, Charmaine? That is happening right now. Right even, now, yeah. right as we speak. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, what happened was that... Um, my dad, he, um, so he was, um, he, he sent invites uh, once for Eid. That's the celebration after Ramadan. And um, we were, we had a big house and we'd invited a lot of people. Um, so somebody who knew that we belonged to this community and, and he, it was a co-worker who was really, um, jealous of my dad. So mm-hmm. again, personal reasons. He uh, reported reported it to the police uh, that we were having a cel- eat celebration and acting like Muslims. And um, so they came out of nowhere and they arrested my my dad, put him in jail. Just because for no so, other reason, for no other reason, your dad no. did not do anything to anybody. He did not take anything, mm-hmm. hurt anybody. Nothing. It's just strictly exactly okay. People, people yeah. would not. I think people um, would not believe that if, if you just. I mean, it's just, that. That is bizarre. Yeah, it is that absolutely is bizarre. You know, it, for for me, it's not because it's. I grew up that mm-hmm. way, knowing that, living that, and so um, for me, that was the way. You know, that's what happened. If you, you know, the cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when you tell people. Um, they are amazed, and it is hard to believe, and it's that it's especially this going on still, and and that it is enshrined in our in in Pakistani constitution um, that you know if you if you pose as as a Muslim, um, which is like not if if you're even sitting at home and you're reading the Quran, you're not even having a conversation with anybody else, or you know trying to preach or whatever, you're still um, you know. And somebody finds out you they're allowed to put you in jail and even hang you. So um yeah, that, just, that, just for reading the Quran. That, just simple. for reading it. Just right. For anything, for even like greeting people in in a the Muslim greeting, yeah. Um, you know, praying or anything, anything wow. that resembles a Muslim. So um yeah, and that's we're the only group. So we practice peacefully completely you know um and we're actually known worldwide uh, to be a very very contributing very very peaceful mm-hmm. uh, community and um so that's why um we had to so my dad was put in jail and uh, you know somehow we were able to get him out on bail or whatever mm-hmm. i was i don't even remember it was i was like three four years old i'm mm-hmm. guessing um and and then we kind of uh, ran, 
So uh, the first opportunity we got. And um, I guess, thank God that the system isn't that efficient, I suppose. Um, you know, after a year uh, in Canada, we moved back because um, of my dad's family. His, his, my granddad was, you know, he was getting old and he wanted his son there and so on. And uh, so we moved to another city, and uh, but we always had to be careful. Could they and, still have a? Um, I mean, what could they, since your dad left on bail? Could they have re-arrested mm-hmm. him when he came when you guys went back to Pakistan? Definitely. Okay, and then what uh, sentence yeah. would he have been facing um, oh. if he'd gone to trial or if he'd been found guilty? You said hey, he could have been hanged been, or anything. But, but life imprisonment. It could have been anything. Again, like, just for are, beliefs, are, just for the belief system. Yeah, exactly. And it's only it's it's not just just the legal system. There are people, um, you know, extremists. Um, it's like you hear like um, quite often, you know, like especially during Ramadan, they storm our mosques, our houses, and burn them. They they kill people. They burn people alive. And a lot of people, these people, are set free. Um, you know, they don't even go to trial. Because, you know, they know that these this community is bad and it's it's okay for for these people to kill them, basically. So the people um, who are killing the peaceful people, they're set free because they're in the majority, is that right? And because the yes, killing because is righteous according to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people, obviously people, you know, growing up, these normal... Ordinary people are, are brainwashed first by the system and, you know, the country, mm-hmm. the government, and secondly, by uh, their parents, because we're not allowed to openly um, talk about our religion, about, about our beliefs, because that would be considered preaching, because you're trying to get uh, sympathies or whatever, you know. Um, so the, the misunderstanding, misinformation just spreads and the hate spreads for that reason. So uh, that is why we're not even allowed to defend ourselves or talk about, you know, the reasons that we should not be discriminated against or, you know, we can't stand up for ourselves for that reason as well. And so, you know, that perpetuates the hate and, and from, from year after year and decade after decade um and so the extreme extremism and 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 all that breeds and um extremism so yeah that's uh the root and we 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 can't do anything about it because they they are state supported you know these people these extremists and and they do it they're they're so daring because they know the state is on their side and they can get away with it so um that is the the whole story do you foresee that changing Ever? Is there any way that could change that you see? I know we're talking geopolitical. I know we might be talking. Right, right. You know, is there any um, way that could change? What What do you think? Just in your opinion, what would it take to change that? I think it would have to, the change would have to happen from the top, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're corrupt officials. They're, then um, the state is um, very much influenced by the clerics, the religious clerics, who don't want to lose their their power mm-hmm. right so they have a hold on the government and the government um it's they have mutual support of you know of each other so um yeah if if there was a government that was more fair more just starting from there obviously they could they would have to you know 
better educate people and so on. And then, then it would spread within the, the ordinary people. But uh, until that happens, and that doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen anytime soon. Soon, I mean, people are a lot more aware because of now social media. There's, um, you know, they can watch videos and YouTube and get information if they want to. Um, and can you clarify but, for me, Charmaine, who is the majority? Yeah. What religion would be the majority? And then what uh, the religion? The majority in the country are Sunnis and then there are Shias. These are different sects. Okay. But um, in total, there, yeah, these would be the majority, but they're smaller sects as well. I think they're total like 70 or something. But the Sunnis um, are the majority this, and they're the ones who are imposing um, that on, on, on Europe. When I say your people, I guess, who, and who would... Right. I, I'm just trying to kind of clarify it in my head and so people listening. So it's the Sunnis who are um, the ones who are, don't want you to act Muslim. Is that correct? And if, I'm, if it's not, I'm sorry. I, don't, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. I mean, uh, it could be Shias as well, maybe. I mean, okay. they are also uh, um, discriminated against a lot of the times, but not not as much there's because there's still there's still quite a big number and and they are sometimes supported by other states like um i believe iran is is majority shia so they have some backup there you know um so but uh, i wouldn't want to say exactly sure. there obviously there are people who are in, in in every sect in every community um who are more fierce you can say or more willing to listen uh, not obviously everybody is that i don't want to generalize but the the government is yes obviously made majority is made of, of sunnis because that's what makes up the the pakistani population okay now do you have um go ahead what were you going to say I, I know you had a poem that you wanted to share with us as well and i want to let people know that I'm talking to you from Virginia, and you are in Germany. So if people hear some a little bit maybe of uh, static or popping, it's just that's just the way it is. But you're coming across very clear, and like every every so okay. often there'll be a little bleep, but that's it. But again, just so people know, you're in Germany, and I'm in <laughs> Virginia, so that's the only thing going on right. here. Yeah. Okay. That that um. You're, you're right. I just wanted to sum up, basically, uh, my view on immigration coming from these experiences. Absolutely. Um, I, I obviously, like for me, when I when I immigrated, it was, especially, it depends where you obviously um, immigrate to. Um, for me, Canada, uh, um, it was a blessing going there, and I felt really welcomed and belonged. And um, so that was a great experience. Um, however, moving to Germany from Canada was a big change for me. And um, uh, it was a completely different, you know, uh, completely different people, uh, atmosphere, you know, beliefs. Whatnot. Would you say positive um, or negative or just different from moving from Germany to Canada? Uh, from Canada and to you know it's not the same for everybody mm -hmm. from but um, looking at where I come from you know the move first from Pakistan to Canada and then from Canada to Germany it was difficult and it still is uh, to some at, at, you know to, at some level um, and for me I, I felt the most at home home in Canada because I could be who I wanted to be. I could say, I could believe what I wanted to believe, you know, I say what I wanted to say. So um, immigration has a lot of positive points 
and I think it is really a blessing, um, for especially for people like myself who go mm-hmm. through a tough time in their own country of, of origin. Um, but it, and it can also be a very uh, daunting experience, uh, especially for the first generation immigrants who who can feel very isolated at times um, and misunderstood or, you know, being between cultures and so on. So the poem that you just mentioned that I'm sharing, it is, um, it does touch upon that, just to to clarify. Okay. Um, so. Is this going to be um, in one of your books or is this just one that you've, you've come it, across? Or where can we find this? Is it going to be anywhere? And I'm sure we'll put it on your website and I can put it on, on my website. Yes. Yes, I will. Um, yeah, I hope to put it in one of my books. I'm not sure what, which one. It was um, basically, I was having a bad day at the time that, <laughs> that sparked it. And I saw a prompt, a poetry prompt on, on Instagram that was called Home. So it really, um, yeah, um, opened up that wound, you could say. <laughs> um, so I'll just call this Home. Okay. And um, so here it is. Um, In this foreign land, I scream, but no one hears my voice. Drowning in an endless dream, no way of breaking this ice. It's not just their language, that is another. So are their hearts. They acknowledge me, but little. Their condescending tones meant to rip me apart. I long to belong. I long for my home, to share myself with others with people who are my own. Their smiles are familiar. Familiar are their flaws. I stand tall among them, no feeling like a fraud. Home is that place on earth where there's no need to prove my worth. Home is in welcoming arms where my heart feels warm even in winter. And winter as uh, obviously hint hint Canada. <laughs> so uh, that's the end. That is. Uh, it's. I love your poetry, and it's so. And you can. I mean, you just tell you have the feeling when it comes out, and you can. It's just. It's amazing. Thank you so much. I I think that's when I uh, write mostly when uh, um, I, I feel these strong emotions towards something and a subject or something I read or see or feel, and I think that then comes across um and a lot i've heard a lot of times that you know it's your words sound like they come from the heart and uh they do try to keep it true to that they absolutely it's not just about rhyme and and no 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 it's you can i mean you can tell when you don't even have to say as far as i'm concerned that you were having a bad day or was that was from a wound because i think you can you can you can tell you could tell the longing i think for a home Mm -hmm. in that poem so i think it's just unbelievable well, thank right, you for thanks. coming back on. I appreciate it. I want to have you again, and I want to talk about more stuff each time. As thank long you as, so much. As Jimmy, long as you're willing. Really kind of you. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, and yeah, I think uh, you know we get to talk about things that a lot of people uh, can relate to. So I think uh, you know they feel heard when. Um, when you come across something that you feel as well. And um, I think that's really important. That makes a difference. Well, you opened my so eyes to... Do- oh, my pleasure. I had no idea... I, I mean, I had no idea before we talked prior to this about about what happened in your country and, and that even this mm-hmm. was still going on. It could be just my ignorance, but I, th- I don't know if many people here um, 
in the in the United States know about that. So I think any time you can share that stuff, I think it's just fantastic. Yeah, I think the first step is awareness, and I think uh, to you know in bringing about change in any sort of change. And I think if anybody did want to look into this and read about this, um, there's even a website for the Amdia community. It's you know A H M A D I Y Y A Amdia uh, and community you can write or Muslim community, and there's a whole website and all sorts of books and resources and um, so. You know, if you want to get more information, um, it's all out there. I'm going to put that in the description as well, that website. And um, any more information you get, I'll put it in the description of this podcast so people can look for themselves and research it themselves. Great. Thank you. Well, all right, Charmaine. Well, I will talk to you next time. Yes. Thanks, Jamie. And I hope you have a great day. You too. Take care of yourself. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. If you're like me, your eyes have been opened to what seems to be barbaric behavior in modern times. The fact that someone can be jailed simply for what they believe is, to me, mind-boggling. If you want to learn more about the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, I've listed some references in the written description of this podcast. I'd like to thank Charmaine for coming back to the podcast and look forward to having her on again soon. If you've got any topics you'd like to discuss on future podcasts, send me an email at dannyandpark at gmail.com. Remember, treat each other the way you want to be treated and ignore the people who want to divide us. Ignore the hate and embrace our differences. Take care, and as always, thanks for listening.